Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel, myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the one whose face from which the earth and the heaven flee away. And so we are in Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 still, which is the great white throne judgment setting. So it says, Then I, John, saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. So, Brother Daniel, this is quite the description. I mean, John has beheld a lot. We're in the 20th book, or 20th chapter of the book of Revelation, Mm -hmm. and this time's all that he can describe of the one he sees is that he's on a throne mm-hmm. and that the earth and the heaven are fleeing away. And so we've already talked about that this is Jesus on the throne. Mm-hmm. And yet at this point, we know that this is the end of the literal thousand-year reign of Jesus on the earth. Mm-hmm. And so talk to us about this revelation of Jesus. What other scriptures do we have? And do you also think that this is Jesus, I mean, when he kind of upping his glory a little bit as far as revealing a whole new layer of who he is or is it just the terror of the moment that all heaven all of humanity is being judged well you isolated a phrase that's quite meaningful you say is Jesus trying to increase uh, the revelation of himself at this moment of time the answer is yes in fact the scripture from Genesis to Revelation has been progressively increasing the revelation of the glory of Jesus, not necessarily progressively increasing the revelation of God because Genesis 1, the creation of heaven and earth, is profoundly glorious. Mm-hmm. And But the revelation of Jesus as the promised seed in Genesis 3.15 from that seed of a woman, he actually grew all the way to that uh, man or that person on the throne of whom his face will cause heaven and earth to flee. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 16, his face shines brighter than the sun. Mm. You cannot look at his face. He, he dwells in inapproachable light. You know, and even Matt, uh, even Peter, James and John on Mount's Transfiguration, they saw that glimpse. That was, I believe, still restrained. Mm. Jesus was still restraining himself. When Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus when he was blinded for three days and he saw the resurrected Christ and caused him to reflect on his entire theology and repented and he became a follower, a disciple of Jesus, that, even that, I believe, there's measure of restraint there. But now, Jesus in Revelation 20 on the great white throne judgment I don't think that uh, he is restraining much at that point of time. We see him as who he is, and heaven and earth flee mm-hmm. from his presence. In other words, he is so awesome and majesty that the entire creation will tremble. And it's under such that context that there is a universal resurrection that is happening for those believers in Christ who have not yet been resurrected. Now that brings to the reality of John chapter uh, 3 about uh, we must be born again. 
Because for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. And He says that we must be first of all born of the water, which means born from the natural womb that has water back in it. Some people believe that means baptism. I, I don't want to contest with that, but I believe it talks about natural birth and then spiritual birth. There are two births. You have to first become a human being before you become a born-again new creation in the image of Christ. So for those who are born again, there is that eternity in Christ because our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But for those who are not, even that, we have to face that Jesus who's revealing himself in such a way where heaven and earth will tremble and try to flee from his presence. So Jesus is judging with that kind of uh, revelation, with that kind of presence. He showed himself in that manner when he judged. And so everyone knows he has all authority in heaven and on earth. This was When we read Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me go and make disciples all nations, we don't read the gravity of what that means, all authority in heaven and earth, but even the earth and heaven knows that they cannot even approach him. Mm. And in that same incident, a uh, series of events, he's casting Hades into the lake of fire. So heaven, earth, Hades, he's going to, uh, rearrange all of, re all of reality that we know. Are yes, found he's in those... going to rearrange everything at that point of mm -hmm. time. When I say rearrange, it means nothing that he doesn't have power to touch, whether to keep them going or to destroy them. Well, I don't think we have the capacity in our short podcast to truly go to the depth of reality that we're talking about or to, to truly appreciate because we're talking about the redistribution, or as you're saying, the rearrangement of all of of existence that we know. Earth, and what's happening on Earth, heaven, and Hades. And so, uh, yeah, I moved to prayer just to ask for the Lord for help to comprehend what it means for, for Him to rearrange. Why don't you pray? I am not quite done. Okay. You know, why don't you pray first for yep. our audience, because we really, we really need to come before the Lord. For him to help us to uh, meditate upon this Jesus of whom his face heaven and earth will flee from. So Lord, we do ask you for help. Holy Spirit, you who were given to us to remind us of the things that Jesus spoke, to reveal to us the Son, we ask you for help. You said that in James 1, if any man lacks wisdom, he can ask of God and it shall be given to him. We take that word literally right now. We ask you for grace to comprehend, even in a small scale, the magnitude of, of what these verses imply, and that we might truly turn our hearts to marvel and wonder at the man Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, Blair, I really want us to reflect on the fact that um, when Jesus revealed himself in such a manner, he is... Uh, basically preparing his people to understand the great and terrible day of the Lord. It's the great day. It's, it's not just great as it's a sense of uh, all positive from our human interpretation. It's great because it's awesome. It's mm. majesty. It's an epic reality. 
but it's terrifying depending on what angle and what vantage point you're relating to that day. If you're on the wrong if, end of the day. If, you are, if we are in relationship with Jesus and longing for Him because we are 100% in alignment and pledge our allegiance to Jesus, that is an amazing day. Even that we will tremble because He will surprise us by the revelation of who He is. But for those people who are not and they are in rebellion and they hate Him, and those are the people that will be so shocked by what they will see coming out from him. They will know that, oh, they have been really, really wrong about him. You know, Saul is a good example on the road to Damascus. He was sincerely wrong. He was wrong, but he was sincere. He was sincerely erroneous and mistaken. And he was shocked to the point, who are you, Lord? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm. I, I thought I know my God. I studied under Gamaliel for 30-something years. Paul was just profoundly shocked by it. So um, this this were given to us for a reason. They were not just there to, you know, no words in the Bible, not even the small little phrase and word in the Bible is there for no reason. This is there to remind us of the Jesus that is going to show up in an unrestrained revelation of His glory Amen. where... Every realm will, will, will have to respond to him. So how do we put, pray this in the Jesus 360 prayer model? Okay. As Jesus is the one of whom the heaven and earth will fled, but we are the one who will follow the Lamb wherever he goes. We don't flee, even though he seems awesome and he will cause trembling and a terrifying effect, but because we belong to him, and we will follow the Lamb wherever He goes. And we have to ask the Lord that we will not be offended by what He do and uh, the revelation of the Jesus that we never know. So, Father, we ask You, in the name of Jesus, will You reveal to us yes. the aspect of Jesus that we are still very unfamiliar with? Yes, There's yes. so many aspects of Jesus we are unprepared to encounter. We need the help of the Parakletos, the Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Comforter, because He's the only one who has been sent to reveal Jesus to us, to remind us of what Jesus said and who Jesus is and to show us in the things to come. And He has shown us in the things to come through the book of Revelation, chapter 20 here. And some of these things are so terrifying, our little weak frame are not prepared to receive them. So would you prepare us? Would you help us uh, to grow in understanding, but more importantly, oh God, not only to grow in understanding, but to grow in partnership as we yield to Jesus day by day in our walk with Him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy